Welcome to another episode of In the Middle. In this podcast, I talk about the uh, differences of being caught in the two different cultures. Hi, my name is uh, Eddie Minaya, and I'm a graphic designer that lived in the uh, Washington, D.C. area. I'm originally born in uh, Peru, Lima, Peru, and I grew up in the uh, Washington, D.C. area, and I've lived here over the last 30 years. And today, we're going to talk about raising your children in two cultures um, how do we deal with uh, with our kids um, when you are in two cultures the Hispanic culture and the American culture so I have two two children I think on on episode one I, I already mentioned that one it's uh, 26 years old the other one is 22 their birthdays are coming up so they're actually going to be 27 and 23 very soon uh, but one thing that I I remember in from the Hispanic culture as I was growing is that your children are it's like they never they never leave home um, while this might be something that it's um, uh, maybe more than the Hispanic culture maybe it has to do with um, the economy maybe with this uh, gen- generation of, of, uh, of kids kind of growing up and going into the workforce but I feel that part of being a Hispanic dad I uh, want to almost have this overprotection of my kids and that's how I, uh, I raised them um, when I was uh, young uh, I had my, my, my kids really young and when I was young I st- I struggle with them uh, financially I struggle with them financially and they they were too little maybe to remember how much I actually had to struggle with with both of them um, but I think uh, why did they do remember are when we were doing okay and when uh, they were they were given the things that I was as a as a as a kid I didn't have so the luxuries the the trips the clothes, the name brand clothes, the you know the the, the out eating, the friends, the the better neighborhoods where we lived, etc. But I think ultimately because I tried to give them more than I had, at the same time I think I I kind of hurt them. Now, when I say kind of hurt them, is because I feel now that one of them is 20, 27 years old, and 26 years old, and going to be 27, and the other one is 22. I feel they have not grown up up until now and I still I I would have thought that by now I would feel that I'm not as financially responsible for them but I sometimes feel that that I am with the older one um, he was fine for for a few months and then or maybe sometimes six months 12 months and then it goes like that I need some money can 
you let me borrow some money and I'm doing air quotes because we know what let borrow money means that means money you're never gonna see back um, but as a as a Latino parent um, compared to the American culture I feel that we are almost want to keep taking care of our of our children we want to make sure that they're doing okay no matter if they're 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, uh, I feel that we, we still want to take care of them. And that's not necessarily a good thing for them because they don't, they don't, grow, they don't grow up. They don't grow out of it and then they don't become self-sufficient like they should be. Um, and just to give you, put you in perspective another example, um, my grandparents, had three children. My mom, uh, I have. Uh, my mom had a sister, my aunt, and and my uncle, uh, which was the middle child. Uh, my uncle, uh, in the Hispanic culture, when you are a male, you're treated better than than you are for, with the uh, female daughters. Um, and my uncle, the entire his entire life, he hasn't really worked. He's now in his eighties. Uh, uh, and sorry 70s but up until now he never had a career he went to college dropped out he went from job to job but my grandparents always gave him money in some sort of uh, way in order for him to start a business in order for him to do something else but he never grew out of it and because he always felt that he had that that kind of uh, uh my grandparents uh uh, money in case something did go wrong that he can just go run to them and ask them for money then at that point you know he never he never grew out of it he, that's just the way he has been raised and now up until this age um, even when um, my grandparents were retired my uh, uncle when he lived uh, with with them up until that until the maybe about 10 years 15 years ago he would borrow or take money from my grandparents um, because he kind of felt entitled and my grandparents knew about it but because he was one the male the son uh, it was okay it was okay but also because they felt that it was their son and they had to take care of him so as a Hispanic family as a coming from a Hispanic family coming from a Hispanic culture I feel that sometimes we do that and we do that too far um, and then we raise people that can't really do stuff that can be self-sufficient and be they can become uh, someone that can contribute to society they can have a stable job a career that pay their taxes and being self-sufficient uh, my uncle had a family he had a you know he had three kids he got married um, he but he never really had a, a job he was lucky enough that his children um, came to the United States and they became very successful and they are the ones that are actually are able to give him money now in order for him to to survive in his in his late age so with that example it's it I feel that it's the same uh, idea that I take on to my um, to my children because I feel that as a Hispanic dad I kind of have done that I and I keep doing this even though I keep telling myself sometimes don't do it anymore but then it's that guilt that guilt of you know they you want to make sure that they're okay if they ask me for money I sometimes you know I, I ask 
have you asked your mom or what's really going on and you know at the end I end up giving them but it's I don't think how, how fair is that for for me when is it going to be the end and comparing it to an American family an American family I feel that by the time you turn 18 you're done um, almost like okay that's that's it you're you know they may pay for your college and then you are on your own you kind of have to find your own way um, and sometimes is you know not even college you have to kind of figure that out on your own you need to figure it out how to pay it on your own and then kind of move um, move to the um, you know through life just on your on your own your your parents are out of your life and then they don't feel guilty about it but I do I do feel guilty about it and that has to do with the way I was raised that has to do with with the culture and um you know my my wife is uh, American, uh, born and raised in the D.C. area. So for her, sometimes it's, it's difficult to, to understand why I keep doing this for them at their age. One of them, my younger son that's 22, going to be 23, has a son already that's about a year and a half. Uh, so he has to be responsible. He has to be a dad. He has to be... Um, he has to be... Uh, uh, he has to give money to his uh, son's mom um, and there was a time in a few months that his mom and I were almost paying his child support because he had no job because he was still going through um, the last year of, uh, of a university which unfortunately he dropped out last semester now he's doesn't know what he wants to do he hasn't finished college he hasn't uh, finished uh, he hasn't have a career he stayed at the university town working for a pizza place, which is fine. But he tells me he, he hates the job. Well, not that he hates it, but he tells me that he doesn't like the job, but he's doing it because he needs the money. And he knows that's not a career that he wants to go in. That's not a career that he wants to, to continue, but he doesn't know what to do with, with life. And yet I keep bailing him out. He has an apartment that he has, that he has to pay rent for. He has some money saved, so we're paying it from, from there. But he has other expenses that he has to do. He has to pay electricity, cable. Um, when you live on an apartment, I mean, these are all the expenses that you have to, to pay. I mean, my he doesn't pay his car. He has a car, and my, my mom, his grandmother, pays for the car. He has been paying it because she's been wanting to do it. I pay for the insurance. I pay for the taxes. I pay for the maintenance. And every time the car needs something, it's like he comes to me. So he doesn't, I don't think he see the extent of, of, of life, but yet I keep bailing him out because I feel guilty, because I feel bad. I feel bad that he's, that he's going to suffer. He's, you know, and, and that's the part of it that sometimes is, it's, is in, in part of the culture. And by older son, that's 27 years old, you know, when he calls me, by or sends me a text normally uh, I take a breather and I'm on the back of my head is like how much money is he going to need next is he calling me for money and unfortunately it has been like this every time he sends me a text or every time he calls me it's because he needs money and you know I feel sometimes like I, I am not a, an ATM I am not a bank, 
but I keep bailing him out because I feel guilty. I feel bad about it. And if I can help him, I try to without breaking my own pocket. But how far is too far? How far, you know, he's going to be 27 years old. Very soon he's going to be 30 years old. How far should I, you know, and when should I stop this? And my older son, um, unfortunately, didn't go to, um, to college. He had the opportunity to go uh, to apply for several schools, but he was very stubborn in terms of what school to apply for. And I told him, apply to this, you know, have a backup, and he didn't want to do it. So he applied to schools and he didn't get in. So he moved to, to Florida not too long after he um, after high school because that's where he wanted to go and he's been working um, you know just um, doing uh, a restaurant uh, as a server and as a bartender for for pretty much the whole time and he's been making okay money off and on but when he doesn't make enough money that's when he's calling me or he's texting me you know when I don't hear from him for sometimes weeks months you know, I have to reach out to him and says, are you doing okay? And I know at that time that he's doing okay financially because he is not calling me. He is not texting me. And I, you know, and that makes me sometimes feel like I'm an, an ATM machine. But when he calls me and he tells me that he needs this for rent, he doesn't have any money, you know, they have they have grown and onto this and entitlement sort of um, and that might be just a generation part of it that the, they feel that they're entitled they, they almost like he wants me to make me feel guilty and he has the right word sometimes to say it and when he says it it does and you know it it kind of hurts and and I have helped him quite a bit over the last uh, over the time that he pretty much since he moved out um, out of my house which was about you know at this point about six years ago so when, as a, as a, you know, what other cultures do? Do other cultures do the same thing? Do other cultures uh, leverage or they, they, they kind of almost like overprotect their children until they're older, uh, until their 20s, 30s? I mean, I, I know in, um, in some cultures, they like, for example, the Italian cultures, I, I've I don't know exactly all the details. I'm not Italian. I don't know anyone specifically that's 100% Italian, but I believe they also do this a lot for with their daughters. Like they want to make sure that they're um, they're home and they don't go out. They don't pretty much. They don't should not leave home until they're married. Even though by that time they're you know even if they're 30 or 35 and still not married. But when is it? Uh, you know when is it a good thing to just let them go and maybe let them struggle that's what taught me to be tough that's what taught me to be um to be resourceful with with um finding ways to to survive to finding ways to to be able to uh to make money to make uh, uh more money uh, side hustles etc i feel that you know, both of my children, even though when I tell them certain things, try this, try that, they just goes in one ear, out the other one. Okay, that might be the the generation part of it, that they're just the way they, you know, the way they are there. But at the same time, I feel that I feel this guilt, you know, 
when is that guilt gonna go away? You know, it makes me think, how many more years am I gonna have to feel that I have to support them financially? Like if I make a, a financial move on my own, I have to think not just for myself and my wife at this point, because you know, it's just the two of us, but have to think, okay, but if I do this, you know, I'm also going to, um, you know, is this going to, if he asks me for this or he asks me for money, am I going to have enough to, to give them to them? You know, it's almost like holding me back in some instances, in some, you know, to, to some ways, holding me back to do certain things I want to do. But I feel, again, that guilt and that has, it is a culture thing. My mom, um, you know, now she's in her 80s, she tells me, you got to take care of your kids. You got to take care of your kids. You got to help them where you can. You, But again, how, for how long? How long? I mean, I see my, my nephews um, and I see them the same way because they're growing in the same environment. We're growing with the same culture. Um, one of them, that uh, it's my younger son's age, finished college just recently, got a job. He decided to move out of his parents' house, but he still asks his mom for money. He still uses his mom's Amazon account to buy stuff. So he's not 100% on his own. You know, then I have cousins that have kids that, you know, they decided to live with them. Yes, they may be paying uh, part of the mortgage that they're on the house that they live in, but I mean, I don't know all the arrangements, but is it really come kind of like fair for the parents, you know, to buy a bigger house because they want to help their kids, even though their kids at that point may be older, married with kids themselves, you know, so I know the family is important and it is important for me. It is important to have a, a healthy relationship with your family, but when is it? When do you cut ties with with your with your kid financially, and it becomes just more of emotionally? You know, I always thought that, but this age I could, you know, have take my kids over to a bar and have a a drink, you know, and and be happy. I feel that I I can't do that because if I do that, I'm I'm kind of scared that they're gonna be like one of them's gonna be like, ah, Dad, can I borrow some money? I know that sounds bad. And maybe it is. But how do you deal with it? How do you deal with with the um, with the guilt? You know, is that ever going to go away? Maybe not. I mean, I'm always going to be a dad. I'm always going to be worried about their well-being. I'm always going to be worried about how they're, you know, how they're, if they're eating, if they're healthy, if they have everything. But... You know, I also want a, a piece of, almost like having a piece, of, I want to have a peace of mind that they're okay. But I also want my own peace. I want, I want to feel that I'm, I don't have to be responsible for them anymore. Um, I not, and necessarily right now, I, I don't feel that way. And I feel that it may be a while. And I, again, I see this across my family with everyone, all the, the generation of kids that are going to college. I see my cousins um, that are gonna go through the exact same thing because some of them already are. So, 
when do we um do, you know when do we cut ties how do we how do we compare to the anglo culture to the american culture how do we compare um the hispanic culture with uh with the american culture and we how can we compete <laughs> not compete but how do we how can we um be like them uh, you know we are all about the hispanic culture is all about family but and the american families i i've seen many that they're you know their their families are really close together but they're just better prepared i feel well thank you for listening to to me and um if you have any any comments please um send me an email uh, or write me a, a comment and i will be more than glad to uh, to answer any questions thank you <laughs>